We have a new name, an Italian name that could come to the MLS. His name is Giorgio Chiellini. The 37-year-old longtime Juventus captain could come to LAFC. We'll talk about this, if it makes sense for LAFC, if it makes sense for Chiellini, and if it makes sense for the MLS. Also, we have US Open Cup action. We give you our predictions and who we think is going to go through. You won't want to miss it. You are listening to Footbox USA, an exclusive podcast from Footbox. Giorgio Chiellini announces that after 17 years with Juventus, he will leave the club at the end of this season. Giorgio Chiellini, is he coming to the MLS? Is he coming to the LAFC? We're going to talk about this with Patrick Meehan. My name is Diego Arrioja, and yeah, this is Footbox USA. Okay. Giorgio Chiellini, Patrick, uh, does it make sense for LAFC and for the MLS, the 37-year-old longtime Juventus captain, to come to the U.S.? That's uh, a tough question. I mean, it just depends on the team that's signing him. There's reports about LAFC extending a contract offered to him uh, to bring him as a DP, which, in my opinion, that doesn't make sense. He, at the end of the day, is a legendary you know, defender, uh, winner, and with Juventus with Italy and I think you know a player of his caliber is definitely a good option to have on, on, in your league but he's super old I mean at the end of the day uh, it's a it's a rough one um, if we analyze uh, about LAFC uh, in particular I think LAFC does not need him that's a lot of money that's going to be spent on a, on a not not only an uh, old central defender but a central defender that doesn't apply to their style of play because he's going to have to go out a lot since LAFC attacks so when they got they, they get caught in a counter attack or in a 1v1 situation Giorgio Kalini I don't think still has that uh, power to defend those in those situations so it's um, it's definitely a, a complicated one yeah yeah and it, it, it's it's definitely it's hard to understand from LAFC's perspective right but I, I know Chiellini is a big name um, as we were saying the contract is is up for for Juventus and you know and also Sky Sports Italia have reported that he's gonna leave Serie A uh, the Calcio no matter what and then obviously MLS would make sense but yeah, to your point, Patrick, he's 37 years old. Even though he had a great Euro, right? Last summer, uh, he, is, he was the one, I would say, a crucial piece of the puzzle to, to make uh, Italy uh, Euro champions again. Uh, but also, he would have a, a lot of internal competition, right? Because you're, you're talking about, you have Jesus Murillo, who is a, a, you know, a starter. You have Mamadou Fall. And then you have also Eddie Segura, who's returning from an ACL injury and other young, youngsters like uh, Donald Henry and Sebastian Ibea. Uh, do you think like he would take a spot from the, you know, Murillo or Mamadou? Yeah, exactly. So so he will he will definitely have to be a starter, uh, I think, or, or they'll try to put him in as a starter, at least at the beginning. But uh, like you said, I don't think it's a necessary thing. They, LAFC have great center backs uh, from, from people that, that can be starting right now, people that are coming up in a very good way and uh, it just doesn't make sense to bring in somebody that might you know stop the progression of some of the younger center backs who are looking promising for, for LAFC so uh, like I said it's it's money that definitely they do not need LAFC also need to be careful with injuries and, and obviously Kalini is a little bit uh, 
you know, prone to those. Uh, they need to maintain a lot of a lot of their bodies safe, just because they are on route to probably winning the supporter shield. They're still alive in the U.S. Open Cup, and then also, you know, winning winning the MLS Cup, which is the ultimate goal for this team now. That after a few years of them existing, they haven't been able to do that. So, Kellini doesn't make sense to me to bring his center back. I understand the, you know the kind of need to bring in a huge name just to, you know, whether it's sell tickets or t-shirts or just a, an opportunity they have up, up in the market. But uh, if, if if it was up to me, I would have definitely probably bring in somebody in the midfield or, or in the attacking role just because they definitely did need a little bit more help in those in those areas rather than in defense. Yeah, and that, that's, that's a really good point. I, I think, um, yeah, like central defense is not what you need from LAFC's perspective, right? Right now, they're the team who scored the most goals overall, right? Uh, they have uh, 2.3 goals per game, basically, and they're really high up in the table with 23 points, leading not only the Western Conference, but also the Supporters' Shield uh, competition. Um, the, well, the question with Giorgio Chiellini then, because also, uh, according to The Athletic, right, um, the Vancouver Whitecaps, who are, uh, I would say, uh, really bad team this year with like seven points in last place in Western Conference. Uh, they could also be uh, looking for uh, Giorgio Chiellini's services if there's no agreement with LAFC. Um, so the Italian coach Vanni Sartini said like, oh yeah, we're interested. I, I think it wouldn't even make sense even for Vancouver, right? To to uh, to sign Chiellini. Uh, it wouldn't, you know, solve any 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 problems for the Vancouver squad. Yeah, I mean, really, in general, in the MLS, if you look around the league, you don't find many places where Kalini would be a great addition. Uh, even though he's a great name, even though he can definitely still help, probably in, at some points during the season, a team, he 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 is very injury prone. He probably wouldn't make it past past this season. Uh, he's probably just thinking about, you know, retiring, living in the U.S. for a little bit, which I understand. I mean, it's a, as a personal decision as a, and as a sporting decision for him. But for the team's hiring, uh, you got to understand, for example, in LAFC, you don't need a central defender Italian to sell tickets to fill in the stadium when you already do that, especially with a guy like Carlos Vela in the field. I don't know if Vancouver has a strong Italian uh, uh, presence where an Italian, uh, and not only an Italian, but a legendary Italian player would would sell t uh, tickets and, and t-shirts or jerseys. So it just depends on the market. Really, this is an opportunity for a market, a specific market, and Los Angeles does not feel the right one for this case. I mean, maybe if they want to throw that money because it's going to be a lot of money what they need to pay Kellini. I would definitely go another route. I would definitely, you know, uh, would, would try with somebody else that fits the market a little bit better. So in other words, if, if Kellini's agent is listening to our Footbox USA podcast, like, okay, don't come to the MLS. No, just kidding. But I, I think uh, with Kellini, no, yeah, that, that's a good point with the market. I, I think what would actually make sense is to go to Toronto, for example. There's a lot of Italians in, in Toronto, right? Or in New York and uh, East Coast, I would say, focus could be potentially like a New York City FC or... But I think with Chiellini, then the question is like, maybe not a designated player, but he could come as a free agent. 
that would be different, right? That could be like another alternative. Uh, I think also in terms of investment uh, from the club's perspective, yeah, I, I don't think it would be a um, a good investment if we're you know talking about he's prone to injury. He's 37 years old. We know he's he's a leader, obviously, and but also he's been playing in the uh, in the culture, right, in Serie A for for so long. That's gonna be a big change for him, especially at 37 years old coming to the MLS. And we've seen with a lot of uh, big players like Pipiti Wain, for example, who came here and he never adapted, right? And uh, so it, there's there's also that risk that based, based of, of of you know his age and also not playing outside of Italy, basically, it's going to be hard for him to adapt to new type of uh, football. Yeah, especially if it's LAFC, because like I said, they play an offensive type of game where when they get in trouble, it's normally the defenders stay in 1v1 situations versus the attackers. And I don't think Gellini has the pace uh, for that. I think uh, his injury you know, risk is higher for those type of situations. If you have a team that's sits way lower like Cincinnati did uh, a couple years ago um, then then you know Kalini makes a lot of sense he doesn't have to move a lot he's a good aerial presence he's still obviously very tall he's still very technically gifted and he doesn't have to run a lot so I think that type of situation tactically will make sense for him not LAFC's tactical style so that's where I'm at uh, with with Chiellini it, <laughs> I think this is a podcast more for LAFC not to spend that money on him but for Chiellini to look for the perfect spot for him to land uh, if it's Los Angeles where he wants to live then I get it but uh, if if it's a sporting decision yes LAFC will bring you the higher chances to win titles but you probably, you probably will not be a, a very, you know, you probably won't be very important in that team. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens with Giorgio Chiellini, who's in conversations with uh, LAFC's uh, team and see the future there. But let, let's talk about the, the US Open Cup because we already have the round of 16 uh, and we know which teams are gonna play. There's gonna be a, a Trafico match that's gonna be really exciting. So out of those 16 teams, there's 13 from MLS. So uh, basically only three teams that are not MLS teams, uh, but hopefully we can see a surprise, right? So th this week we had a, a round four of the US Open Cup and we know we talked about US Open Cup also if you're interested in, in to hearing how US Open Cup works, listen to our Football USA podcast that we, we talked about US uh, Open Cup. That's really interesting. Um, but yeah, let's talk about the, the interesting matches that we're, we're going to have, uh, Patrick. So uh, let's just start in the Northeast region. So we have the New York Red Bulls against Charlotte FC, this new franchise against, uh, I would say, a, I, I would say a powerhouse on the East side, right? The Eastern Conference, the New York City, uh, the New York Red Bulls. Who who you got? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good. It's gonna be a good, um, a good game. I think New York Red Bulls has been impressive this season. I think though they're they're gonna they're gonna end up taking it, but Charlotte would definitely give in a fight there because I I understand the the impact they're trying to make not just in the league but in in U.S. soccer in general. So it's gonna be a good game. Probably one of the best. Uh, well, if we didn't have that El, El Tráfico, I think this one would probably. Uh, have a lot of eyeballs in it. Yeah, good match indeed. I, I think from 
Charlotte's FC pers perspective, they need to focus on the league. So sometimes US Open Cup is actually just a burden, right? So I would go uh, same as you, Patrick, with the Red Bulls taking this one. Also, uh, Northeast region, we have another good match. It's uh, MLS, two MLS teams, New York City FC, the actual champions against New England Revolution. Uh, two teams that last season they were really really strong uh, this uh, season New York City uh, FC are starting to find their footing in the league uh, they lost in Coca-Cola Champions League against the Seattle Sounders but then uh, they have a shot to to keep it, you know their chances to win this trophy so who you got between New York City FC and New England Revolution yeah this is gonna be a weird one like you said the they're not doing the best this season i think it, it would just depend on what the the, the team decides to do whether they want to play the starters or they want to rotate for this game maybe they want to both teams actually want to focus more on the league so they'll play the rotation squad and, uh, and and if they get out it won't be that bad and if they continue it won't be that bad either so uh, it's gonna be an interesting one i want uh i prefer the actual champions, the MLS champions, New York City FC, to win just so that we might get a, a New York Red Bulls, New York City FC game uh, at the quarterfinals. Classic, yeah. I, I'll also go with the Big Apple. So both New York New York teams would advance on this side. Then let's go to Southeast region, right? Also on the east side of things, we have a, a Florida Classic, Orlando City against Inter. Your Inter Miami, Patrick. You're no, my, there, huh? I guess Orlando. <laughs> my team is Orlando, and so I'm definitely rooting for them. Uh, it's been a tough season for both teams. Orlando, I think, uh, is a little bit better than Inter Miami as of now. Um, I think I'm going to go with Orlando as well on this one. I don't see Inter Miami continuing uh, in this tournament. It's just, and even if they do, uh, they'll they'll be done in the next round. Like Inter Miami is just not consistent enough. I know Orlando obviously hasn't been the same, but I trust in Oscar Pareja. Okay, well, I'm gonna trust in uh, David Beckham's team, Inter Miami, on this one. Oh, I'll go against you. Okay. So I think, as you're saying, they're they're not consistent. So they could actually pull off a win, a win against Orlando, and also depending if you know which player they, <laughs> they'd end up putting on the field. Uh, we have another good good game. This is a USL um, team, Louisville City FC against Nashville. Um, I think this is going to be a tough one for Louisville, right? Because Nashville, we've seen it also over the weekend. They they, they just won again. Uh, Nashville with a new stadium, uh, a really good franchise. We saw it also last season. They had a good run in the league. And it's looking hard for, for the USL team, right? On this one, Patrick, against Nashville. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think Nashville will definitely end up going through. Uh, I think for Nashville, it's going to be super important, or it is super important for them to bring or, or have Akelova finally be the player that they paid for. He's been so bad for them. Uh, they're definitely a stronger team collectively, but this tournament, uh, a US Open Cup tournament, can be the opportunity for Akilova to find his footing finally for this team and, and maybe get, get them through. Uh, so that then later in the league, he can also help them there. Yeah, I would say from this side of the equation in the US, if you see a bracket of the Open Cup, I, I think Nashville has a big chance of go, you know making a run. Also, with Henry Mukhtar, I think he's going to be crucial. 
So I go with, uh, same with you, Patrick, on Nashville, this one. Let's quickly just cover the, the other one. So we have in the central re region, Sporting Kansas City against Houston Dynamo. Uh, I think uh, Texas Texan teams are better this year. So Sporting Kansas City has been a big disappointment. So I think uh, I got Houston on this one. Yeah, same for me, same for me, Texas. Minnesota United uh, against Union, Union Omaha, also a USL League One team. Uh, who, who you got there? I think Minnesota, just because they're in the MLS, they end up being stronger, but uh, it was a good run for Union Omaha. <laughs> <laughs> Saying goodbye to Union Omaha. And then in the West region, we have LA Galaxy against LAFC, the Trafico, El Trafico. Ah, this is a tough one. I think um, I'm gonna go with Galaxy, actually, on this one. I think uh, LAFC are really conscious about how they want to make a, a big run in the league. So I think Galaxy has a chance to take take this uh, this trafico. Yeah, I'm gonna go with LAFC just because they won the three trophies this year. Oh, okay, okay. And then lastly, we have uh, Sacramento Republic FC, a USL championship team against San Jose Earthquakes. This is actually my uh, black horse. I'm gonna go with Sacramento Republic FC, the surprise of this tournament to make a run on this yeah side. the upset is going to be here sacramento will go through san jose is definitely a mess and it's time for them to go home in this tournament awesome awesome patrick well here you have guys uh the us open cup round of 16 is going to be really exciting so uh we'll, we'll you'll have all the details here in footbox usa thanks again against uh, again for listening diego rioja patrick Nihan, and catch you next time Thanks for listening to Footbox USA, an exclusive podcast from Footbox.